Kanye West praises Hitler and defends Balenciaga. What in the world is happening here? Well, I am going to do my best to break this all down for you today. Also, before we get into it, just a reminder that we have amazing merch. We've got Christmas merch. We've got non-Christmas merch. I absolutely love our crew neck sweatshirts with the picture of Mary and Jesus on the back saying a thrill of hope. We've got Raise a Joyful Ruckus. We've also got lots of non-Christmas merch like Raise a Respectful Ruckus. Politics matter because policy matters because People Matter, all kinds of sweatshirts and hats and stickers and all that good stuff. Right now, for a limited time, you can use code Ally. 20 to get 20% off husbands, related bros. If you are listening to this, your wife wants relatable merch for Christmas. Okay, I'm telling you now, she wants relatable merch for Christmas. Go ahead and use Ally 20 for 20% off your purchase. You will be so happy because she will be so happy. All right, that's all that I gotta say. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by our very good friends at Good Ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com slash Allie. Use promo code Allie for $35 off your purchase. That's goodranchers.com slash Allie. All right, guys. So we've got a ton to talk about today. I wanted to start out talking about this Kanye stuff. And I'm sure that you have heard a little bit about it. But when I kind of just alluded to it on on Instagram, a lot of you guys asked me, can you break down what happened? And so I am going to try to do that. There are so many layers to this that probably only a lot of us who are kind of in conservative media can like think about all of the nooks and the crannies and relationships and things, connections that are involved in this. It's wild. It's kind of wild. I've never seen this close of an interaction between or prolonged interaction between like a mainstream Hollywood figure and not just conservative media, but now we're talking like the more obscure parts of conservative media. So let me tell you what I'm talking about. Kanye West, as you guys know, um, he has kind of been somewhat of a figure kind of within conservatism, if you could even say that. He's never called himself a conservative, I don't think. But a few years ago when he tweeted, I love the way Candace Owens thinks, that was a really big deal. That was huge. I mean, Candace already had a huge platform at the time. She already had a lot of influence. But here we have maybe the most influential hip hop artist in the world saying that he has watched Candace Owens's videos and that he appreciates the way that she thinks. I mean, that was significant for that reason. But also, you have a a black celebrity saying that he likes a conservative. And we know that the vast majority of black Americans vote Democrat. The vast majority of black Americans vote in line with liberal values, even if they themselves, a lot of people would say, actually kind of have a lot of conservative values. Personally, about 90% of black Americans vote Democrat. And so this was pretty unique. This was pretty special. I mean, it was cool. Uh, Charlie Kirk, I think, met with uh, Kanye West at the time. And then later, Kanye West met with Donald Trump. Kanye said that he liked Donald Trump. He met with him in the White House, like wearing a MAGA hat. And so it was a pretty big deal. And not only that, but a little bit after that, it seemed that Kanye kind of had this come to Jesus moment. He released an album called Jesus is King, which was a good album, by the way. I don't know if I agreed with like all of the theology of every song that he put out, but people were pretty excited about it. Like any celebrity that is going to declare that Jesus is king and mean it, like I count that as a good thing. Now, I did not say at the time, okay, let's get our uh, let's get our, you know, theological lessons from Kanye West, or let's start following him as some kind of Christian leader or pastor or anything like that. But of course, I am going to celebrate what seems to be any kind of like genuine uh, repentant experience, especially one that is on public display. And it was also talked about at the time that he had a mentor 
a pastor in California at the time who had graduated from John MacArthur's Master's Seminary. All right, so we're talking like Reformed theology. We're talking about a conservative in the biblical sense, Christianity. This could be an awesome thing. He was leading the worship services. People were excited about that. Um, He was also kind of like speaking out about sexual immorality. There was a story at the at the time a couple years ago where he was saying that he wasn't letting his staff that was working on a project not only not engage in homosexuality, but also not engage in any kind of sexual activity uh, outside of marriage. So, I mean, that's especially crazy and unique for Hollywood from a Hollywood perspective. And so there were a lot of things to kind of be excited about when it came to Kanye West and his seeming about face. And also there were some things that caused people like me to say, oh, Kanye, when he got up on stage with Joel Osteen, who I believe to be a false teacher who gives a prosperity gospel that is simply not in line uh, with scripture. But we kind of just said, you know what? Sanctification is not um, is not a straight line from A to B. May the Lord give him discernment. I would say it's very kind of difficult to have that large of a platform and to um, go from not being a Christian to being a Christian and to change and all of that stuff. Um, but then over the past couple of years, it has kind of a lot of things seem to unravel. And while I can't judge Kanye West's heart, none of us can. We can't judge uh, the state of his soul. Um, we uh, There have been obviously some troubling things over the past couple of years, and we don't have to get into all of that. We also found out that him and Kim Kardashian got a divorce. They have four children together. And so divorce is always just kind of a sad, destructive uh, thing for in in most circumstances. And no matter what the reason is, there is always something to mourn, I think, about broken marriages. And so that was sad. But over the past few months, there have been some things. There have been some things that you've seen the right cheer over. And now over the past couple of days, or I would say week or so, things have really devolved with Kanye West, who now goes by yay, to the point to where no one really on either side has any reason or any desire to defend him. And that is because he has made some positive comments about Hitler. And so let's get into all of that. Let's kind of fast forward um, and skip over some of the, you know, crazy posts and things like that that have gone out over the past couple years and just look at this particular firestorm over the past couple of weeks and uh, even over the past month or so. So I'll break that down in just a second. Let me pause. Let me tell you about our first sponsor for the day. It's a great sponsor because it is a great app and service. If you guys don't have the Dwell app yet, you absolutely need to download it. I use the Dwell app. It's a Bible listening app. So when I'm in the car or I'm cooking dinner or I'm cleaning up, and I want to listen to God's word, I can do that through the Dwell app. They have got all of your favorite versions. My favorite version is uh, the ESV. They also have a read-along option. So if you are an auditory processor, but you also maybe are a visual learner, you want to take it in both ways, you can listen and you can read um, at the same time. But if you're busy, if you're on the go, don't feel the pressure to have to always sit down and have an hour-long quiet time. Drink in the word of God uh, just by listening to it. It's a great, great way to ensure that we are still meditating on God's word. So to get started with Dwell, go to dwellapp.io slash relatable, get 10% off a yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. That 33% off means you save $50. So make sure to visit dwellapp.io slash relatable, commit to scripture for the rest of this year. Well, actually the rest of next year or for life, even better, go to dwellapp.io slash relatable, dwellapp.io slash relatable. All right, so let's back up a little bit. Beginning of October, Kanye West posted a picture with Candace Owens with a shirt on that said White Lives Matter. I've got no problem 
with that statement, white lives do matter, all lives matter. And I know people have a hard time uh, with anyone saying that all lives matter, but that is a biblically true statement that every single person is made uh, in the image of God. There is not one life that matters more than others. I understand the defense, the argument from the pro black lives matter crowd that's saying, yes, all lives do matter. But in this country, black lives are undervalued and they are mistreated systemically because of their skin color. And so we have to say specifically that Black Lives Matter in order to raise awareness about the mistreatment of um, Black Americans. However, I think that most of the arguments uh, that Black Lives Matter advocates put out as evidence that the disparities in this country between the races are because of systemic racism and mistreatment are just not good arguments that are based on fact. And we've gone through that many times Um on this podcast. So you can go back and listen to some of those episodes if you want to. So I have no problem with them saying white lives matter. I don't know if they were trying to make, you know, particular waves or statement or whatever, but it's a legitimate and it's a true, biblically and factually true statement. Um, And then also, uh, Candace has done a lot of work to uncover the corruption in the Black Lives Matter organization, how they have just taken millions and millions of dollars and not applied those dollars at all to fixing the supposed problems uh, that Black Lives Matter says exist, but rather just lining their own pockets. And so I don't know if this had to do with that, but they posted this picture. It said White Lives Matter. Tucker Carlson had yay Kanye West on um, his show. He uh, said that um, he said some things about Jewish people, and this has ended up being a theme. He said, when I refer to Jews, I mean the 12 lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who the people people known as the race black really are. He said that he cannot be called anti-Semitic because as a black person, he is really a Jew. Um, apparently, there were a lot of things that he said in that interview behind the scenes that did not actually make it past the cutting floor because a lot of them had to do with Jewish people and a lot of conspiracies um, about black people being the real Jews. And as we've talked about before, like that is a doctrine of a cult called black Hebrew Israelites who they're a black nationalist, black supremacist um, cult that believes that black people are the real chosen people of God, that they are the real Jews, that they are real Israel. And they often say that the so-called white Jews are just frauds, that they've kind of taken over the chosen identity of these real genuine black Jews, and they've kind of co-opted the oppression and the chosen and the chosenness of real black Hebrew Israelites. And so Kanye West is kind of borrowing from that rhetoric. But this also is a similar line of thinking to what Louis Farrakhan has to say, who is a Nation of Islam leader, who which is also a black supremacist group that demonizes Jewish people and again, believes that black people are God's real chosen people and that white people and that Jewish white people that everyone else has led to the oppression of the real chosen race of black people. So Kanye West is borrowing theology from a lot of different black supremacist groups, which I would not say that he would call himself a black supremacist. Obviously, he wore a shirt saying white lives matter. But I'm just telling you that these doctrines that he is repeating don't just come from um, nowhere, that they actually have a basis in what some groups in this um, country believe. So a few days, or I guess a day after that interview came out with Tucker Carlson, Kanye tweeted, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. The funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone whoever poses opposes your um, agenda. So I believe that got him temporarily uh, suspended. A lot of people were like, what in the world are you talking about? Death con on Jewish people? Why are you saying that? He then went on a... uh, he went on a show, a very popular show called Drink Champs that was, uh, it was 
posted, the interview was posted, then it was removed on October 16th, where Kanye blamed Jewish media and Jewish Zionists for several misdeeds, including, um, he says, Jewish people have owned the black voice, the Jewish community, especially in the music industry. They'll take us and milk us uh, till we die. During an interview with Chris Cuomo, on News Nation on October 17th, Kanye criticized the Jewish underground media mafia and said every celebrity has Jewish people in their contract. He also claimed his life was threatened by his Jewish manager's lawyer and accountant due to his political beliefs. So here's the thing is that I have no idea if all of these people in Kanye's life are Jewish. Like it may be true that he has a Jewish manager and Jewish people in his life that have had like a negative impact on him or that there are a lot of Jewish people in the in Hollywood or a lot of Jewish people in the music industry that have like had a negative influence on his life or on his friends' lives. That's not the conspiracy theory part of this. The conspiracy theory part is because say that is true, because that is true, that that is indicative of how Jewish people are inherently or how Jewish people are in general, that it has something to do with these people's Judaism that makes them bad people. It might be true that Kanye has Jewish people in his life who have been bad people or who have screwed him over. That's not really the question. The the thing that he is putting forth, the conspiratorial part of this, the strange part of this, the the, the bad part of this is saying that it is because they are Jewish and Jewish people in general are a negative influence and have come together to strip black people um, systemically and purposely of their money and of um, of their power. And then that leads us to a new association that Kanye West has with commentator, uh, podcast host, I think it's a podcast or a live stream host, Nick Fuentes. They apparently formed a friendship and they met with Donald Trump. So that's a new stage in this narrative that we'll get into in just a second. First, let me pause and tell you about our next sponsor for the day, and that is Annie's Kick Club. So your kids are about to be home for a couple weeks for Christmas. You want to make sure that they're still staying entertained, but that they are doing so in a way that is... Um, exercising their creativity and making sure that they are spending their downtime in a way that is still constructive. And this could also be a really fun way for you to bond as a family and for them to bond as siblings through making crafts together. And Annie's Kit Club is a craft subscription service. This could also be a great Christmas present for one of your kids who loves crafting. They send different crafts every month to your front door. All the instructions, all the supplies that you need comes right in your box. You don't have to run to the craft store or anything like that. Your kids about ages 7 to 12 can do this very autonomously. And so you just set it up in the living room and they are good to go. They've got things for boys and girls. So they've got jewelry making stuff. They've got STEM projects. They've got woodworking kits, all kinds of fun, creative projects for your kids. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash Allie. Get your first month 75% off. If it doesn't work for you, no long-term contracts. You can cancel at any time, but I know you're going to love it. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash Allie for that discount. annieskitclubs.com slash Allie. Right. So this is according to NBC. On November 25th, Donald Trump hosted Kanye West and Nick Fuentes at a private dinner at his Mar-a-Lago home. According to sources, Trump and West had planned to have a private, uneventful dinner after weeks of private phone conversations. Kanye allegedly arrived to the private dinner with three unknown to Trump guests, including Nick Fuentes. Now, Nick Fuentes, he was kicked off Twitter a long time ago. I don't remember what his final infraction was he also has a lot of thoughts about Jewish people um, and that has been covered extensively by um, different outlets and so and, and Nick Fuentes has also been a very big fan of Donald Trump so I guess Kanye brought Nick Fuentes along like I said I don't really totally know. Maybe you guys do. Maybe you've done a little bit more digging than I have. This story has so many different parts. I haven't been able to look into every single detail. Maybe you guys know how Nick Fuentes and Kanye West got together. I don't know if it was Milo Yiannopoulos, who is another like a uh, component of all of this. So Kanye brings Nick along to Mar-a-Lago to have dinner with Donald Trump, who had just recently announced that he is running for the presidency in 2024. 
Um, and Kanye has also announced it's another part of this that he says that he is running for president in 2024. And that I think it's true that Milo Yiannopoulos is going to like run Kanye's campaign. I mean, this is just a timeline that I never I really did not see coming. And so apparently West like came to Trump and asked Trump at this Mar-a-Lago meeting to be his running mate in 2024. Whether he was kidding or not, I'm not really sure. But that apparently didn't go over well with Donald Trump. And then you've got Nick Fuentes, who was a big fan of Trump, Talk, like apparently winning Trump over. There are conflicting reports there. People are saying that Trump was really impressed with Nick Fuentes, really liked Nick Fuentes. But then Trump made a statement after this meeting saying, I didn't know this person. I didn't really talk to this person at all. And so there is some conflict there. And I also just did get a message, by the way, from my producer saying that Milo has just stepped down from Kanye West's um campaign. There were some messages that came out, some alleged messages that came out from Milo that said things about Kanye being gay. I don't know if those messages were real or not. Guys, there's just so much. There's so, there's so much here. There's so many things going on in this story. Um, So people were understandably upset. Conservatives and even Trump supporters were understandably upset with the association that apparently Trump was having with Nick Fuentes. Uh, Another layer of this is that Nick Fuentes like really uh, doesn't like and has done a lot of harassment towards like uh, Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's organization. And obviously Charlie Kirk and the president or the former President Trump like have a relationship there. I think it's very possible that Trump did not know who Nick Fuentes was, did not know all of the negative associations, did not know of the very understandable uh issue that like Turning Point has with Nick Fuentes and like the past history there and that Trump probably was taken uh, with what a lot of Nick Fuentes uh, was saying and how much Nick Fuentes liked him. So he probably was in the dark previously, didn't realize that the interaction would produce this kind of backlash. I don't have any special insight into what went on behind the scenes there, but just kind of putting together uh some things uh some things that i that i know um so donald trump says this past week kanye west called me to have dinner at mar-a-lago shortly thereafter he unexpectedly showed up with three of his friends whom i knew nothing about we had dinner on tuesday evening with many members present on the back patio the dinner was quick and uneventful they then left for the airport yay formerly known as kanye west was asking me for advice concerning some of his difficulties in particular having to do with his business we also discussed to a lesser extent politics where i told him he should definitely not run for president any voters you may have should vote for trump I'm sure I'm sure that is a true interaction that Trump said. Anyway, we got along great. He expressed no anti-Semitism, and I appreciate all the nice things he said about me on Tucker Carlson. Why wouldn't I agree to me? Also, I didn't know Nick Fuentes. He then goes on to say, Trump says, so I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black, yay, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else, and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed advice. He puts that in scare quotes for some reason. Um... He shows up with three people, two of which I don't, didn't know, and uh, the other, a political person who I haven't seen in years. I told him, don't run for office, a total waste of time, can't win. Fake news went crazy. All right, so that happened. And then Kanye West was on Tim Cast. Tim Pool, very popular YouTuber, podcaster. I've been on his show. I was on his show a couple months ago. Kanye West went on um, Tim Pool's show along with Nick Fuentes. And I guess Milo Yiannopoulos, Milo Yiannopoulos was on it too. Okay, I don't think I realized that. And so there were a lot of things that were said. You can go listen to or watch that. But one thing that Kanye Kanye said, he said, I just got to go right to the heart of this anti-Semite claim that's happening. This is something, if you read the definition, it says you can't claim that there's multiple people inside of banks or in media that are all Jewish and you're anti-Semitic and that's the truth, like it's the truth. And so he is referring to the definition, like the government's definition of anti-Semitism, which apparently includes saying that there are a lot of Jewish people inside particular industries. 
Then Kanye says, I'm saying like I've been labeled anti-Semite, right? So there's different beliefs about our bloodlines, you know, like the documentary that Kyrie Irving posted and in general, America has been left ignorant and history has been changed. So when we start questioning things that question the indoctrination, then you immediately get, you know, demonized and monetized. And what's so beautiful about this time is everyone got to see what's really been happening. And now we can really understand. We can see that Rahm Emanuel was next to Obama and Jared Kushner was right next to Trump. So he's talking about the Jewish influence over these um, uh, uh, presidents. And so then there was, well, let me read you this interaction and then I'll show you kind of how this conversation ended up with Tim Pool kind of pressing um, Kanye on a lot of these accusations. Tim Pool said, you went right to the anti-Semite thing. I think it's something that should be talked about. But if you start bringing this up, you're going to ask my opinion about it. I'm going to disagree with you. Wes said, I didn't ask your opinion on it. I don't care about anybody's opinion, bro. I lost. They tried to put me in jail. They blocked the $2 billion I had. Like when I told Louis Farrakhan, the Jewish people allowed Obama to meet with the minister, you know, you're not going to take my pain away, right? The Jewish people say that it's the Holocaust. This happened. You can't say anything about it. We can't take their pain away. No one's going to denounce the fact that they tried to lock me up. Because every time I'm just holding stride and it's like, I thought it was more Malcolm X, but I find out I'm more MLK because I'm getting hosed down every day by the press and financially I'm just standing there. And when I found out that they tried to put me in jail, it was like a dog was biting my arm and I almost shed a tear, almost, but I still walked in stride through it. And Poole said, I think they've been extremely unfair to you. And then here's where it goes. Wes says, who is they, though? We can't say who is they. And Poole, and I, you know, agree with this in a lot of ways. Um, You know, a couple months ago, I do think that the press was being unfair to or even just like over the last couple of years, unfair to Kanye because he seemed to have become a Christian because he supported Donald Trump. Like, I do think that they held him to such a higher standard than they would hold any other hip hop artist when it comes to morality and the things that they say, simply because he expressed heterodox opinions. Um, but now we have him saying things like this. And then some of the criticism that he is getting is very much justified and Poole kind of presses into this so Wes is who is they who has been unfair to me and Poole says the press I don't use the word they as the way you I guess you guys I'm talking about and then Fuentes says isn't it them though and what they're talking about here is Jewish people so here's how this interaction went down I'll play a clip of it I think they've been extremely unfair to you I think who was they though we can't Cor- say who they Cor- is, can we? Press. I'm not using the, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use, I'm, I'm talking about. It is about them it. though, isn't it? I mean, because, <laughs> no. and, and because when you think <laughs> about not. it, consider it. In 2018. What do you mean it's not? It, what, what do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about, are you leaving? Are you afraid of the press? He's gone. All right. So Kanye West walks out and then Tim Pool says, you guys want to bring that stuff up and think we're not going to have a conversation. You think Ye is going to come in here and say, here's my pain, here's my suffering. And I say, I hear you. And then he's going to say, and it was Jewish people. And I'm going to be like, okay, but you didn't consider. I'm not going to do this. I refuse. I can't say I'm surprised. What did I even do other than ask him to please elaborate on this? Are you referring to individuals or are you quite literally blaming an entire group of people for the fact that powerful individuals are causing you harm? Which goes back to exactly what I said earlier. It's one thing to say that all these individuals are causing me harm. I think that can be true. It's another thing to say that they are causing me harm because they are in this particular group, this particular ethnicity, and all people of this ethnicity are doing that. And so I think that that is what Poole is trying to parse out. He is trying to decide, okay, what exactly Exactly are you saying and trying to kind of understand? Well, that conversation kind of ended up and ended up in a, you know, I would say from one point of view in a like a chaotic way. I think Tim Pool did a great job. It is not easy hosting one, just that many people, period, but that many people who are lightning rods in a lot of ways. And as I've said before, I know a lot of people claim to really understand everything that Kanye West says. It's like they're a big fan of him. So they've been following him for years. They understand kind of or they feel like they understand what's going on in his mind. They can kind of interpret all of his lyrics, interpret all of his tweets, interpret all of the comments that he says and kind of piece them together. I do not have the superpower of being able to do that. I am not going to pretend to be like some Kanye West understander or interpreter, it's really difficult for me to make sense of a lot of what he says. But then in other times, 
he's really clear. Like when he is on Alex Jones's interview and he makes some comments about Hitler that understandably got a lot of uh, a lot of attention. So on December 1st, a few days ago, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes appeared on Alex Jones's show InfoWars and began praising Adolf Hitler. This is according to the Daily Beast. The Daily Beast sometimes reports things interestingly. The Daily Beast says, began praising Adolf Hitler within the first 30 minutes on the show. First, Alex Jones tried to defend the rapper's recent streak of anti-Semitic remarks by saying, um, you're not Hitler, you're not a Nazi, so you don't deserve to be demonized. That's what Alex Jones said. And then Kanye responded, well, I'll just go ahead and play the clip of how Kanye responded to this. I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I get the, uh, the Hugo Boss uniforms, amazing. Uh, but I mean, just because you're in love with the design, you're a designer. Can we just kind of say, like, you like the, the you like the uniforms? But that's about no, it. No, we we no. I, there, there's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. A lot of things. Okay, if you can't see me right now, I have my face in my hands. What? Okay, so he also said this. He says, well, I see good things about Hitler. The Jews, I love everyone, and the Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love us and you can love what we are doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we are pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. He's talking about Hitler. And I am done with that. I am done with the classifications. Every human being has value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Okay, so Alex Jones, if you watch this interview, like he is very uncomfortable. So Kanye West is making Alex Jones uncomfortable by being so controversial, if you can even call it that. Like that's the most charitable adjective um, that you can use to describe what he is saying. It's actually just wicked and demonic and actually if you're not watching and you haven't seen it he is wearing like a black mask over his entire face um so like jones tried to steer him away from his support of hitler when you heard him saying oh no you're just saying that you like the uniforms that's because in another clip kanye was like was saying how much he liked hitler's like architecture and like liked the uniforms that were designed um, and so West then claimed that there is a Jewish mafia. The Jewish people control Hollywood and that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu wants to take Kanye's children away. West also prompted Fuentes repeatedly to launch anti-Semitic attacks. This is these are the words of the uh, the Daily Beast, such as asking whether Jews support uh, pedophilia. Uh, Jones at one point said, I don't like Nazis, to which West replied, I like Hitler. All right. And so we've got that. Um, and then he was kicked off Twitter for saying a lot of similar things. And you'll remember that Kanye and Elon Musk have been in the past, like they've been friends. And after Kanye was suspended, when Musk took over, he did allow Kanye West to get back on um, Twitter. But it didn't take long for him to be re-suspended. And uh, let me pause before we get into this. Let me tell you about our next sponsor of the day, and that is Raycon. So if you are looking for new wireless earbuds at a fraction of the price of some of the other wireless earbuds that are out there, then you need to check out Raycon. They've got um, like uh, almost a custom fit because when you buy them, they call they come out with all of these different ear tips that you can uh, that you can try out to see which fits your ear best. And that's just not true of a lot of the other competitors out there. Super common. They've got up to 54 hours of battery life, which is amazing. They've got all different kinds of settings on them too. So whether you want to hear the noise around you or not, they've got that. A Raycon can make this stressful holiday period easy because you can decorate your home and bake your gingerbread cookies and all that good stuff while listening to my clear, beautiful voice in your ears with Raycon 
earbuds. Plus, they make a really good gift. So if you've got kids in your life and they've been asking for wireless earbuds, then you should check out Raycons. For the next month, Raycon will have a countdown to Christmas with a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage of every single day. You can find Raycon in stores now, or you can help out our show and go to buyraycon.com slash Allie. That's B-U-Y, raycon.com slash Allie and use code HOLIDAY. You'll get 15% off site-wide and plus free shipping. So buy B-U-Y, raycon.com slash Allie for 15% off, buyraycon.com slash Allie. All right, so this is according to Variety, which by the way, for a mainstream outlet, I've always found that Variety does a pretty good job in fairly reporting things, just in general. So this is the headline, Twitter suspends Kanye West after swastika tweet for incitement of violence, Musk says. So Elon Musk kicked Kanye West off Twitter after the rapper entrepreneur tweeted an image of a Nazi swastika embedded inside the Star of David. So the tweet says, yay, 24, love everyone, hashtag love speech. And it is a picture of a computer screen. I guess it's on Adobe Photoshop where someone created what I guess Kanye West is saying that he thinks is a good design. And it is a Star of David. And in the middle of the Star of David is a swastika. Like this really makes my stomach churn. It kind of makes my like heartbeat a little bit faster. It's scary to me. I mean, it's it's really really, really disturbing. Elon Musk said late Thursday that West's account was suspended for incitement to violence. West boot from Twitter, where he had more than 32 million followers, came after he unleashed a string of bizarre and anti-Semitic tweets Thursday evening, including the swastika image with the text, yay, 24, love everyone. West's seemingly final tweet storm came after he appeared earlier in the day on Alex Jones's Infowars show, where West praised Adolf Hitler and made anti-Semitic marks. Shortly after that, Parler announced that West's deal to buy the social network had been terminated because he was buying it from uh, George Farmer, Candace Owens's husband. And so that has now fallen through on, you know, Parler said no, because I guess of Kanye West's remarks. West, who now goes by the name Ye, has previously claimed he lost $2 million in business deals over his hateful anti-Jewish comments, including losing his Adidas deal. Ye has claimed he will run for president of the United States in 2024. Uh, West in a Twitter post captioned, well, everyone, we had a nice run. Jesus is king. Uh, shared what was purportedly a text exchange with Musk in which Musk had said about the image, sorry, but you have gone too far. This is not love. According to a screenshot of the conversation, Wes responded, who made you the judge? Twitter removed that uh, that tweet and Wes' original swastika post prior to the suspension of the Kanye West account. And then Wes subsequently posted a photo of Musk on a luxury yacht in Greece getting sprayed by... Um, uh, with a hose by Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel, West wrote, let's always remember this is my final tweet. That Musk replied, that is fine, but responded apparently in reply to West's now deleted tweet with the swastika image, uh, this is not. And the reason I guess that Kanye posted a picture of Elon Musk, I think for a couple of reasons, one, you know, people are saying this is an embarrassing picture of Elon Musk. He's really pale, whatever. It's not the most flattering, like, facial expression that he's making. But I think it seems like the bigger point that Kanye is trying to make is that Ari Emanuel, the other person in that photo, I believe is Jewish. And so I guess his argument is that, look, you've even got Jewish people that are influencing people like Elon Musk. In a follow-up tweet, Musk wrote, just clarifying that West's account is being suspended for incitement to violence, not an unflattering pick of me po- hosed by Ari. The tech mogul also wrote, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be uh, suspended. And so... Uh, Kanye West still has his Instagram account, and he posted this on Instagram, which, again, very strange. Am I the only one who thinks Elon could be half Chinese? Have you ever seen his pics as a child? Take a Chinese genius and mate them with a South South African supermodel, and we have an Elon. I say an Elon because they probably made 10 to 30 Elons, and he's the first genetic hybrid that stuck. Well, let's not forget about Obama. I'm sorry for using curse words in church, but I don't have another word for Obama yet. Yay, 24. Let's unify and find out. L-U-A-F-O. And then the caption says, on Jay-Z's birthday, future president of the United States, yay, 
uses Mark Zuckerberg's platform to incite a mass investigation of Elon Musk's childhood photos in the midst of Balenciaga Gate. I call this the theory of everything problem solved. Praise God. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about like one of the most important things to me. That was that like one of the craziest things that Kanye said on Twitter um, was that he made a comment. um, Can you find this? Made a comment supporting Balenciaga. And when I get it, I will read it to you. But basically just saying, you know, cancel culture has taken over Balenciaga and he supports Balenciaga. Balenciaga, I believe, had just cut ties with him like a while ago for his comments that they um, that they described as anti-Semitic. And um, but then he went back to defend them. And if you don't know what happened with Balenciaga, definitely go back and listen, listen to or watch last week's episode on that, where they have been in the midst of accusations of child exploitation and just really, really gross associations with people who have capitalized on the sexualization of children. And here Kanye West is defending them on Twitter. So a lot of. A lot of layers to this story, a lot of strange parts to this story. I also saw that people, uh, Kanye fans were apparently like apologizing to Taylor Swift because they had a feud that goes back many years after she was accepting an award and Kanye West interrupted her speech and was like, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce deserves this award, which is an extremely obnoxious and rude thing to do by the way. Um, And so they had that conflict and some people are saying, oh, you know, like Taylor Swift, she's remained, you know, they think unproblematic and that Kanye gets the, uh, or she gets the last laugh here. So that is basically everything that is going on with the Kanye West thing. Another thing that I wanted to say about the Instagram post where he says that Elon could be half Chinese, which, okay, like, what does that even mean? that's very similar to something that Trump just said, and I don't know if that's pers- uh, purposeful, but Trump released a bizarre statement about Ron DeSantis and also included uh, Glenn Youngkin in that statement about about him a couple weeks ago where Trump separated the syllables in Glenn Youngkin's last name and said young kin doesn't that sound chinese very strange these are very strange people now what i haven't mentioned in all of this is that we do know that kanye west like i wouldn't say this if he hadn't been diagnosed but he has been public about his mental health diagnosis i believe it's bipolar disorder um which is not something that i ever want to make light of which i also think um is that is at play here. Now, I don't know how much. I don't know his personal medical history, and I don't really want to guess about that. But um, I think that that also plays a part. And so there is some sadness to be had here. I think there is some um, pity, not in the sense of like, oh, he is a victim, and that's why he's making these statements. But there is some sadness to see someone seemingly kind of just spiral out of control here and no longer make any sense that I see. Um, Okay, let me read you the Balenciaga tweets. Um, I stand by Balenciaga and denounce all witch hunts and I cancel cancel culture. Jesus is king. Ending trafficking doesn't start or end with a fashion campaign for Christ's sake. So Jesus is king and also using the Lord's name in vain in the same tweet that he is supporting the company who very clearly exploited children, which is also strange because Kanye West has like spoken out about the sexualization of children in the fashion industry. He says, God loves Balenciaga. Don't think that's true. Uh, Love is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Praying for all the innocent artists and beautiful humans who make clothing that had nothing to do with the ads. People's grandmothers work there for Christ's sake. Um, Okay. I don't wish harm on people's grandmothers or on people who didn't have anything to do with the evil that was an ad campaign that we talked about last week. That doesn't mean that a company shouldn't get criticism for pairing children with BDSM trinkets. Weird. Um, He says, never turn our backs. Dimna and the Balenciaga family for life. Cancel, cancel culture. Jesus, please heal. You know, I'm not, if you want to call it cancel culture, I don't care. I think that my thoughts about that have some, well, first of all, I don't think that it's 
really what we refer to as cancel culture. I was going to say my thoughts have somewhat changed in that, um, but I don't think that you should cancel someone for saying something politically incorrect or saying something that you find offensive 10 years ago or that you just personally find offensive, period, or holding political or moral views that... Uh, you don't purposely like or you find distasteful. I don't think people should be canceled or punished for those things. But I don't believe that there should be no accountability or no punishment or no boycotts or no backlash for child sex exploitation. And so, sure, if you want to call that cancel culture, then yeah, I do believe that child exploiters should be cancel cultured. I do. And so you can call that whatever you want to. Um but yeah, I believe that that should be canceled. And he says, remove any and all forms of pornography from Twitter and every platform. Pornography is a product of pedophilia. When grown men look at porn, they're watching someone's daughter relive trauma for money. Now that is extremely true. That is a very true tweet. I wish that was the only thing that he had said over the past like year. That is very true. And so obviously he's got a lot of different things going on in his mind. I absolutely agree about pornography. And just like as a note, Elon Musk reportedly under his leadership, they have removed thousands and thousands and thousands of um, images and videos of child sex abuse material. Really disturbing that that even exists. Really disturbing that apparently it could be very easily removed and Twitter before wasn't doing anything. So that is the entire thing on Kanye West. And I did not plan to just talk about the Kanye West stuff. I have a lot of other things to say. I wanted to talk about the 303 Creative Supreme Court case. We'll have to talk about that later this week. The euthanasia and Canada, that movement. We're going to talk about that. A former transgender Navy SEAL now detransitioning, saying that he was basically propagandized into transitioning. Planned Parenthood uh, sex education director claims that children are born sexual. Man, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about. But this ended up taking an entire episode to break down. And because a lot of you were curious about that, I did the best that I could. Man, there again are so many different pieces to this. So many different people, so many different layers, so many different avenues, nooks and crannies, and so many things that I wasn't even able to cover. But just to kind of give you an overview, a big picture of what's going down, here you go. And you can kind of research all of the individuals who are playing a part in this and look at the statements and listen to and watch the interviews yourself. If you really want to go in and do a deep dive here. Um, here's one thing that I will say, though, just to well, actually, let me pause. Let me tell you about our last sponsor, and then I'll uh, end it up with just one thought that I have to say. Maybe it's controversial, but what else is new? All right. Last sponsor for the day is, of course, Good Ranchers. I love my friends from Good Ranchers. I just spent a ton of time with them uh, over the weekend. They are just salt-of-the-earth people, people who love America, who love the Lord, and who have an amazing product and service delivering American meat right to your front door. This is a great gift for your family. This is a great gift for yourself. You can either just buy someone in your family a box of meat. They've got seafood. They've got better than organic chicken. They've got craft beef, all different cuts of steak, or you can buy them a subscription. And if you subscribe for the year of 2023, a box of meat shows up at your house every month, uh, then you are locked into that price that you purchase right now for all of 2023. So you don't even have to worry about inflation when it comes to the meat uh, that you buy. So go to goodranchers.com slash Allie. Use promo code Allie. You get $35 of any box using my link and promo code. Goodranchers.com slash Allie. Promo code Allie. $35 of any box. Good Ranchers is American meat delivered right to your front door. All right. Here's one thing I do want to say. You do not, you are not required to make an announcement or denouncement about everything that happens. Like I see a lot of people saying, have you renounced this person? Have you denounced this person? Have you made a statement about this? I mean, maybe some people should be expected to, should be required to. But just because there is someone out there who does or says something 
something wicked who happened to vote maybe for the same person that you voted for or who has an association with someone that you really like and support. Um, Just because someone says something that's bad does not mean that you are obligated to like make a statement about your feelings about it. It's like, of course, of course you hate anti-Semitism. Of course you hate hatred of anyone who is made in the image of God. Of, of course you think actual conspiracy theories are wrong. Like, of course, like not everyone has to make some formal statement about denouncing this or denouncing that. I mean, people who know you know where you stand on these issues. And people who don't know you are going to assume or who don't like you are going to assume the most nefarious things about you anyway. They're going to pick apart everything that you say. They're not going to be satisfied by any statement that you make. And so I just I think a lot of people feel pressure anytime something bad happens or anytime someone says something that is awful to like make sure to, you know, it's basically like putting blood over your house over the Passover, like post a black square or say something, sure, you can. Um, But it does not make you a better or worse person. Uh, You do not have to, like, you shouldn't feel obligated to, like, put out this canned answer to make sure that people still know that you are virtuous. If they know you, um, Christian, they understand what you believe about everyone being made in the image of God. They understand what you believe about the gospel. They understand what you believe about loving your neighbor. And really, it, what I'm trying to say is that it really shouldn't just come down to like one statement you make. It should really uh, come down to like how you live your life and the things you say um, throughout throughout your life. And again, the people who are bent on misunderstanding you and not liking you in general, it's your statements are never going to be enough. I think there's a lot of pressure from the virtue signal world to say exactly the right thing so people will put you in a particular category that makes you feel good about yourself. But true life, it is not measured by your virtue signaling, but virtue should be measured by actual virtue. What is in your heart, your thoughts, your words, your life, and how you conduct yourself and treat people um, on a daily basis. Now, I will say, um, and this is not a statement, this is just an observation and a thought that I have that like, it would really, I think it really sucks right now it probably feels really bad right now to be a Jewish person in America who feels like you are under extra scrutiny uh, because everyone is talking about these things and you've got one of the most like powerful people, most influential people in the world posting a swastika. I mean, that doesn't feel good. In a way, I think Christians kind of, um, Christians understand what it's, is like to have like your symbols like the cross mocked but obviously when it comes to putting a swastika in a star of david i mean that's a very threatening symbol that brings up a lot of fresh feelings i think of understandable fear um and so that concerns me and that makes me sad it really does it puts a it puts a pit in my stomach it's an unfortunate conversation that we have to be having, and it's really a crazy timeline when it comes to Kanye West and his kind of political pursuits. I just can't say that I assumed or that I guessed that this is kind of where it would go. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I know that I'm going to have some interesting perspectives from you guys who maybe maybe you've been following it even more closely than I have. You probably have because I was kind of late to even looking into all of this stuff. And so let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment. Um, If you love this podcast, leave us a five-star review. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. Okay, we'll be back here tomorrow talking about all the rest of the stuff that I wanted to discuss today and didn't get to. See you guys then.